Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act right. Uh -huh.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Here it is today. Got a good one for you today. Because um, God put something on my heart this morning. And I have to give the credit to him because, I mean, look, you know, these catchy sayings and stuff, I, I can't take credit for that. I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a small intro, I'm a small piece of him. You know, I was created in his image, as was all of us. All of us was created in God's image. God created us this week. We're, we're a very special species that he's created because of all the things he's created on this earth. Nothing he's created is his greatest creation outside of man or on earth. Now, what heaven is, I have no idea. But on earth, man is one of his greatest creations. And he, he's very, very, very proud of us, you know. And, uh, here's the information that came to me today. When God created you, God created you as a work of art. Because, like I said, we are all a piece of him. He created all of us as in, in, in his own image. So all of us are this very unique. Each person is very, very unique down to a very fine details. No one is the exact same. Now, you'll meet a lot of people that's very similar to you. You run into people who have a bunch of likes that you like, share dislikes. You know, you got a lot in common with people, but nobody is exactly like you. And the reason you know that is because of fingerprints. How is it that this God is so imaginative, he's so dead on, that no two fingerprints are alike? How in all the FBI, the criminal, everybody in the database, no two fingerprints are alike? That's how unique God made you. That's a powerful thing to come to the realization of, that you in some very small way are so different from everyone else. That's how special God is, but that's how special he made you. So you are this creation. You are this work of art. God said in his word that he created us and he came to us so that we could have a life and have it more abundantly. Now, okay, now let's just start right there. You are created in God's image. You are very unique. Proof, your fingerprint is like no one else is living. That's amazing. He done done over six and a half billion people and ain't duplicated the same fingerprint. <laughs> oh, man, come on now. Okay, so now, he's created you to be something with this gift he's given you that he can expose to the world that he can show off to your circle of friends, that whatever your world is, however big it is, and it doesn't matter about you becoming famous, in your world, he wanted to be able to show you off, to floss you, to show the piece of you that has him in it. Okay, that's what you were created for. Now, since God wants you to have a life of abundance, that means, everybody, here's the news, that God has blessings designed specifically for you. And the moment you were created, he started sending them your way. Here is the good news. Here, that's the good news. Here is the news we got to be aware of. You, I, we are the only ones that can turn back the blessings. 
drum roll. Uh-oh. <laughs> Newsflash. The moment we were created in his special way for us, God started shipping the blessings that would allow us to have this life of abundance that he wants for us, that would have us to be able to accumulate and acquire and, and develop the gifts and talents that he's bestowed upon us to show off in the world that we are created to be in. He sent them on the way. Uh-oh, newsflash, you, I, we are the only ones that can turn back the blessings. Steve, what you talking about by that? Because of our attitude, we directly affect our altitude. So our attitude, y'all, determines how high we go. You got a bad attitude, you, you got low self-esteem, you have low aspirations, you have low tolerance for people, you have a low relationship with your creator, you have a low time on the meter of prayer, you have low will, guess what? Low altitude. You are the only one that can turn back your blessings. Now, the way to get your blessings sent and you stop blocking them and turning them back, you have to change your mind. You have to get into receivership mode. You have to be ready and willing to do just a couple of things to get the blessings sent your way. First of all, go to God. Who is your creator who made the fingerprint that you have? Man, I, I, I can't even get past what I just tripped on right here. He has made you so specific. No two fingerprints are alike. Out of the six and a half billion people that he's created, ain't no two fingerprints alike. You can't tell me God didn't create you to make you special. With that in mind, with your uniqueness, talk to the to the God you serve, the creator, and find out what he created you for. It's a very simple prayer. It's God, I know that I'm made by you. I've been struggling with the who I am and the what I am. I do not really know what my mission is. I have not figured it out. Can you help me figure that out today? And he will start sending the answers. But let me give you a couple of jump starters. First of all, identify your gift. Steve. What gift? The gift that God gave everybody when he created us with these fingerprints. See, he, he, he not only gave you your own fingerprint, he gave you your own fingerprint because that's the imprint you'll put on the world that we live in today. Yours is uniquely yours because that fingerprint is the imprint that you will put on the world when you're gone. So now there's got to be something great in you. And you know it. That's why you keep asking the question. What is it? It's got to be more to life than this. Um, I can't tell you how many times I asked my God that. But let me tell you what I found out. If you identify your gift, you start the process. Steve, what gift you keep talking about? I keep talking about that gift that God gave you. Because God, just like he gave you them fingerprints, he never ever created a soul that he didn't give a gift or a talent to. The gift and the talent is the same thing. The gift and the talent is the same thing. What is that? Simple. It is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. See, now we go back to one of them principles that's the same. Steve, you said that a thousand times on the radio. I'm trying to get another way to get you to understand that. But it's your gift, your God-given. Now, your gift and talent may be very similar to someone else's. But your fingerprint that you're going to leave with it 
Your journey through life is going to be totally different. Beyonce's gift got her to where she is. You may be able to sing out sing Beyonce or sing just as good as Beyonce. But guess what? That ain't your fingerprint. You ain't meant to be her. Maybe your singing going to go somewhere else. But you first got to identify the talent. And the talent is always not in entertaining and sports. The majority and the greatest talents have nothing to do with entertainment or sports. Nothing. What is it that you do better than anything else that you do without any effort? Do you counsel? Do you teach? Do you draw? Do you design? Do you do you worship? Do, do you are you a nurturer? Are you have nursing skills? Whatever that is, go find that first. That's the starting point. Thank God for that right there, and the rest will start to come and take. Try to hit this again tomorrow. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, listen to me closely. In the world, there are few things that you can count on. In the world, there are some things that are considered wonders of the world. There are seven, to be exact, I do believe, possibly eight. Does anybody know the, what is it, the seven wonders of the world? <laughs> just just is the number correct? Is uh, I think seven? it's eight. Eight. Yeah. Oh, eight, wonders. Wonders. Uh-huh. eight wonders of the world. Uh-huh. That's all I needed to know. We nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I like it, Steve. I like, I like it. it. I like That's it. Perfect. All right. Uh-huh. Morning, Shirley. Morning, Steve. <laughs> What's up, Carla? Hey, Steve. Morning. Junior. Morning, up. Morning, up. <laughs> Tommy. Yes, sir, baby. The knife. Wonder of the world, that's us. <laughs> Show this out right there. Way to kick it off, nephew. It's the ninth wonder of the world. Uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show. What? Mm. Wow. Mm, mm. wow. We something. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we are. Saying, we something. <laughs> wow. How you well, feeling today, Steve? Good? You good? I'm pretty good. Yeah, president ain't do nothing crazy last night, did he? No, but he's scared. Yeah, okay. he, he on, yeah, he, he got a new lawyer. He lawyered up. He on yeah. eggshells right now. But why, yeah. I mean, if he didn't do anything, why is he acting like he did, trying to shut it down before it's time? Just well, let it be. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. There is no collusion mm-hmm. between the Trump campaign and Russia involved in the election. Collusion. Nobody's come up with anything like that. Mm-hmm. The problem they got is, why? Why he won't say nothing bad about Russia. Yes. Why he won't call Putin out. Mm-hmm. Because of the deals that they was going to cut with Russia before he was president. Mm-hmm. Thus, him not releasing his tax forms does not allow everybody to take a look at where the money actually is, mm. which could possibly show connection to some Russian investments there, open yourself and leave yourself open to bribery Yeah. if we have something on you. Talk, boy. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So this whole Manafort thing, these charges he got, yeah. all this is coming back, man. Michael this Flynn. ugly right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's all it is. But collusion ain't it. Let's just get into this other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all they saying. Stormy Daniels, you gonna answer that? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you have to answer that one. <laughs> Let's talk about Stormy. 
stormy. Mm-hmm. Like See, I told everybody though, I'm I'm not surprised about this about this porn yeah, star. You said, you said it, it gate, this, yeah, this way, way before he even announced yeah, he was the running. Women are coming. <laughs> yeah, you girl, said it. this is one of ugh. <laughs> well, that, they are saying that one of. Ugh. <laughs> you, you can't count what these boys to did. I didn't know that was a number. Man, I'm trying to tell you, you can't count what they done did. I'm just telling you. Because he's got the money, right? Dog, that's the game they've been playing. Mm. All right. See, well, they've been on yachts. Well, they ain't have wives on them yachts. Mm. I'll be on boat. My wife be right there. <laughs> All right, coming up, something funny. Um, well, we got to find out about these Elderly relatives and smartphones. That's what we're going to talk about. We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for something funny, guys. And here's a question for you. Are your elderly relatives, you know, the ones who are a little up in age, of course, are they uh, becoming annoying with their texting, you know, as annoying as young people with their texting and stuff like that? Do you regret your parents and uh, your in-laws, people like that, other relatives having a smartphone. They don't know what they're doing. I know. <laughs> and they can't see the screen good either. <laughs> but your mama be texting It ain't nothing. My mama say, call him, call, and it be saying, call ho. You be like, come on now. You're going to have to work on this. <laughs> but they expect you to know. Why, do you, why didn't you call me back? Because you call me a ho. <laughs> My problem is my brothers and sisters. What, what Steve? <laughs> See, my, I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah. So my 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 brother 11 years older than me. Mm-hmm. My sister 21 years older. Than me. Yep. So I got they, them the old people in my family. My sister Polly got a flip phone. Oh, Miss Polly. So she texting and won't change. A flip phone. But got to hit the number a certain amount <laughs> yeah. of time. Yeah. Get the letter to come up. Yes. And Lord Jesus. <laughs> It's like when her text come up, it's damn near in Morse code. (laughs) 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 I got to bring in people that specializes in encryption (laughs) to get to to read her damn text. (laughs) 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 Like at the end when she signed Love Polly, it says something like Low Paul (laughs) off. What? And Steve? I just go, low Paul off. <laughs> go, what the hell is low Paul off? Because you know their patience is short. You know yeah, it. Just they go get, on no. and see, and that yeah, sounds good. That sounds fun. He'll know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> no, my grandmother just got the internet last year uh-huh. for okay. Christmas. Yeah. She got the internet. It's not even taking. Now she emailing me. Oh. Morning. Oh. That's the whole email. Yeah, you may not check <laughs> it no, I, I'll never get it. Morning. Then she'll come. Did you get my email? <laughs> <laughs> she just got it. Yeah. What you doing? I love that. That's the second email? Dude. That's the second what email. They don't even have nothing to do with nothing. I told my brother. I told my brother. I said, hey, man, listen to me. Don't believe stuff that you read about me online. My brother said, where's that at? <laughs> Online. Where's the line stuff? Yeah. I love that. Do he get mad when he reads stuff about you? Like, he get mad like he... Like, he'll be at the grocery store, see, inquire something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But my brother hood, though. He called me, man. He said, hey, man, little bro, don't take sugar honey off Ice tea off nobody. <laughs> Love, bruh. 
Dog. That's his whole text. Don't take sugar, honey, iced tea off nobody. Love, bro. Aw. Oh, man. Then he'll see something else. Then he'll just text me. F all of Sin. He loves and I'm that is your brother. And I yes. mean that. Oh, my brother, man. My he texts brother. you back, and I mean that. And I mean that. All these, all his text messages. Yeah. But on the yeah. flip side, have have your kids ever like taken your phone? Just give it to me, mom. I'll do it. Yeah. Dad, I'll, oh, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Tasha. They know how to I'll go into it. another settings. I need. Yes. Didn't even know was there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially my daughter. She's young, so everything she texts, emojis. It, it's oh. just. Absolutely. Off the charts. Mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. know what half those emojis mean. But. <laughs> Steve, you're awfully quiet right now. I don't really. I sent. I sent my daughter some emojis the other day. Uh. Just messing with her. Uh. She said, "Dad, what does this mean?" <laughs> I said, "Hell, you sent them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know what yours mean. <laughs> I just sent some eyeballs, some black feet." And a ghost. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. Hold on. I know the eyeballs. I know the black feet. No, no. I'm gonna show it to kill. I'm gonna show it to kill. I love kill. You describe what I said. Remember okay. when you used to call them images, Steve? Not emojis. Images. Images. Then ended with 100. I love 100. Oh yeah. 100 on the end everything. My favorite one. Show what I said. The eyeball roll. All right, he gonna tell you what I said. Of okay. Like that. This fool sent what? Some black feet. Uh huh. The looking eyes. Walking. Uh huh. One eyeball and a ghost. <laughs> what does, what that does that mean? mean? So then my daughter said, "Give me that." Tell tell him what I said. You said hello. Respond, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew that threw a little ass in the stuff. She ignoring you now. She said, LMAO. I wasn't really sure what to say to that. <laughs> then that little crying face. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the, so that's I laughing. said, That's laughing. So I told her what it said. <laughs> that's laughing, Steve. What? The Not crying the crying face. face. The tears yes. with the smile. It's, it's, that's yeah. laughing. Yeah, that's, that's laughing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. You got to be what crying laughing. Ain't they just got a smiley face for that? Well, that yeah, but that's me, that means you're that's really, okay. yeah. So then now uh, text what I, that's, <laughs> this what I text her. <laughs> okay, so he explains all the emojis now. Yeah, she said, I don't know what that means. I ain't know how to respond. So now I said, okay, check this out. It says, black feet, let's go. Uh-huh. Eyes, see. I means I'll see ghosts if you're surprised. That's that's all it means. What Whoa. the hell? No. Because what? we were going to have a lunch date. That's prison code. The other yeah. day. <laughs> hey, hey, boy, this is my daughter. Everybody know I'm damn prison. Okay. <laughs> crazy ass time. But really, Steve, though? <laughs> It's the code I'm not getting, dog. Oh, That's man. crazy. And it when we come back. Well, the, the ghost no, is scaring the hell the out of all of us. say, let's go. The eyes say, see. Uh-uh. The eyeball, I see. Uh-uh. I see. See, uh-uh. eyeball. Uh-uh. And then the ghost, if you surprise. Yeah, you do better just call <laughs> No, yeah. You do they better have call a, in, dog. Yeah, they have a surprise <laughs> face on there. 
All right, look, we got to get out of here. Uh, Nephew Tommy's <laughs> prank phone call is coming up next. You're going to run that prank back. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with our national news. She'll have the latest on that school shooting in Maryland that took place yesterday. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Uh, let's see what I have here. Oh, uh, an invitation to the party. You understand? Mm. An invitation to the party. You might want to go. Take a listen. Sounds pretty harmless. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Watch this, though. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm trying to reach Danny. Yeah, what's up, this Danny? Hey, Danny, how you doing? My name is Paul, man. How you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's up? Hey, man, I wanted to reach out to you, man, um, about your wife. You, you you married to Nicole, right? I want to make sure I got the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, who, who is this again? My name is Paul, man. I, I know Nicole. Nicole knows my wife. My wife is Regina. And, uh, you know, we know we know Nicole real well, man. We was trying to uh, we was trying to actually see about getting, getting you guys to... Uh, Come out and uh, maybe maybe go out uh, uh, on a double date, man. We all go out into town. So you know my wife Nicole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she, um, uh, I got your number out of Nicole's phone. And um, okay, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. What you mean you got my number out of Nicole's phone? You, you got you, 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 you. I'm not understanding what's going on, though. Okay, let me let me let me try to break this down to you, man. Um, myself, my wife Virginia, and Nicole, uh, we we've all actually been hanging out lately. You know, within the last last six weeks to two months. You know, no, we've been hanging no, out. You, you, no, you ain't hanging out with my wife. Okay, but my my wife with me all the time, bro. So I, you know, you might want to, you might have the wrong number. No, no, you you you, Danny, right? I'm Danny. Okay, and Nicole is is your wife. Nicole is like about five foot four, five foot five, light that's light my skin. Wife. Yeah, that's my yeah, wife. Yeah. That's I, my I, wife. But I, you ain't I, you ain't hanging out with her. Okay, man. I'm trying to explain to you what's going on. Now, if you want to listen to me, right. cool. I'm just trying. Okay, here, here's what's up. Get to your point, man. Me, Nicole, and my wife have been swinging. That's some bull. That's some bull. And this, you know what? You walking up the wrong tree, dog. You this some bull. You 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 know this this some bull. Hey man, I, I wanted to, I wanted I, to call you and and tell you what was going on and see if you wanted to. You call know my call my you got the wrong number for sure. Trust me, you okay, got man, the wrong. Well, let's, 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 break, let's, let's just break this down, man. How many Danny is it, dog? It ain't that many. So I mean. Dude, I mean, you gonna be in denial, or you gonna go and accept what I'm trying to tell you? I'm trying deny to invite my ass. Come, deny my I'm trying ass. to invite me to what? I'm trying to invite you to come hang out with me and the girls. You know, do you wanna? Do you wanna? I mean, this might be something you might like if you try it, man. Cause I mean, we didn't have a lot of fun with Nicole. Like what? What the hell you mean you had fun with Nicole? You ain't no got fun with Nicole. So what you trying to tell me? You trying to tell I'm me how we had fun with Nicole? I'm, I'm trying to explain to you. We we've done some. Explain my. No, that explain man. This some bullshit. Okay, well, one, I know my wife, and I know she ain't no bullshit like that. Okay, and I ain't never heard no. I ain't never heard of you and your wife, and we've been together for years. So this some bullshit. Okay, well, well, here's something you need to understand, man. You know your wife. I don't need to understand nothing. You need to understand that this some bullshit. 
your wife, but I know her too. I know her. You know what? Where you at? I'm I'm rolling through the city right now. I got some work I got to do, but I'm just trying to yeah, see. I, I need to put my eyes on you. I need to put my eyes on you, man. Okay. Hey, man, do you want to come do what we be doing? Or not? So you trying to tell me that my wife you? Man, dog, I'm just trying to keep it real with you, dog. I was just trying to holler at you, man, let you know what was going on. See, I'm thinking you might want to be, a, you know, uh, you know, try it yourself. You know, that's all I'm thinking, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to start nothing. You know what, mother? I don't know no guy Paul. I don't know no mother Gina, and I don't know why the you calling my phone. And I tell you what, when my wife get home, I'm gonna find out about because this some bull. This some bull, man. So okay, no. Problem. Okay, dog, calm down, though, man. No, calm my You done called my mother number. How the hell you gonna tell me to calm down? You telling you and my wife? What, your wife sleeping with my number? My wife sleeping with another woman? Hey, man, Tommy is the one that told us that Nicole was down. She, he the one the hold, hold up, hold up. Who the Tommy? Hey, dog, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> hey, nephew. hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. This is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Nicole, got me to prank phone call you, dog. Man, that shit ain't even funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, man, you all right? You all right, man? Man, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad this was just the, the, the morning show, man, and y'all just missed me. But, but, but look here, man, somebody going to you up one day. I'm Boy, somebody going to get your <laughs> I hope you got a good a, a insurance policy. Daddy, I got to ask you, man, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? Hey, <laughs> number one, man. <laughs> Anybody want to go? Uh, no. no. That would be a no. No. Carla? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uncle Steve? Nice little old swingers party. Going to be a nice little four-hour little get-together. Oh, what you shit. say? No? Nobody want to go, huh? Yeah, I'm not entertaining your Mm-mm. stupidity. Oh, man. No damn. You bro. hired me for stupidity. Hey, man. I just because people enjoy the prank. But I'm not. I'm not entertaining. Uh, all right, it's going down Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Memphis, Tennessee. That's right, Chuckles Comedy House. Friday, two shows. Two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. Get them while they're getting as good. The nephew coming is barbecue with nephew. I got something brand spanking new for you. So come see your boy act a damn fool all weekend. They're going to be talking about it. So oh, like, gonna, okay, 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 man, because I, can I ask you a question? Because I ain't seen you in years perform. Mm-hmm. In years. And find so, out. Tommy. Huh? Yeah. Why don't you come open for me? <laughs> well, I didn't oh, mean that. I, 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 no, that's cool. But, but, oh, no, man. surely. No, that's cool. I didn't mean but, that. But when I walk off stage, what's your ass? <laughs> I'm going to do mine. No, no, you ain't. Because oh, yes, I'm going to lay about a quarter ton of tar uh-huh. on that damn stage. Yeah, I'm gonna you go walk st- your little ass out there. It'll be so hot and sticky. I want it sticky. No, man. no, you are, no, you don't want this sticky. I want it sticky. I'm going to tell you right now, Tommy, this ain't what come I'm going to come out oh, there. Come on, let's want, go down there. I'll, I'll do 20 and shut the door. You I can come do this. 20. Come on, Cletus. Say it. Hold on. Hold on. It just take you 20 minutes? Dog. All you need is 20. Dog, 20. If he give me more than that, it's over. I'll give you 30, Cletus. 
No, you won't. Man, oh, you won't. Let, me Man, let me give me a ticket to me. Your, your first 10 minutes is going to be sheer death. Then you're going to have to have dig out material after that. You talking to the gang. I know you the gang. I learned well, from I ain't messing around. You I learned. Talk. Don't threaten me with these jokes. But if I learn, don't you think I learned? Because you ain't something? learned enough. Steve, calm you down. You ain't done this enough time. Stay out there, Shirley. Calm Stay down. Stay out there. <laughs> He can't get the mic after I've been out there 30 minutes. It ain't no damn mic. Oh, All yeah. that's under talk. Yeah. I'm Everything. Steve Harvey, man. Don't nobody come after me. Memphis. I'm the closer. Here I come, Memphis. You can't come after me, Tommy. The king ain't got nothing on me. Too no, much testosterone. ain't got nothing on me. But Steve Harvey, the king, question All right, me. listen to this. Coming up. around challenge me. Coming up, out of this, Shirley. Coming up, I got to tell him this, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with today's national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, wow. We're just about five weeks. Five weeks, five short weeks after the massacre uh, that happened at uh, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Well, uh, this is unbelievable. Yesterday, there was another shooting at Great Mills High School in St. Mary's County, Maryland. Uh, The school was on lockdown and police and FBI contained the scene very, very early. We're grateful for that. But I mean, we have to say, I mean, when is this going to end? Enough is enough. We're in constant prayer, constant prayer for our children uh, who have to go to school every day. And of course, for the safety of our educators and the administration at these schools. And uh, don't forget this coming Saturday, March 24th, this Saturday in Washington, D.C. and other parts of the country as well. That is the March for Our Lives March rally uh, for increased gun control and school safety measures. All right, that's this coming Saturday. The White House has already backed up off of that conversation that Donald Trump had about raising the limit. Yeah. All they're talking about now is background checks. And you mean they the have age gotten to, off to... of the raise the limit mm-hmm. to buy an assault rifle. Yeah. They got off of that because he had lunch with the NRA mm-hmm. and they explained to him very wow. carefully. We <sighs> will take down your whole damn party. Mm-hmm. We will remove every quarter. Mm-hmm. And he came right on out there and said, oh, okay. Well, hopefully they'll they'll hear the message, you know, when these young students get out here on uh, this coming Saturday with the Those rally. students is going to vote all their asses out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't yeah. give a damn about your NIA money. As soon as they turn 18. And oh, they're going to have, yeah. you know, rallies. Ruby will go. Yeah, Ruby. <laughs> they done told Ruby will mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. What'd you say, Carla? They're what? I was saying they're going to have rallies, too, all over the country. Yeah, you know, over, folks yeah. can't make it to Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. There are going to be rallies all over the country. Mm-hmm. I, I saw some stuff getting put together in Dallas mm-hmm. and Houston, just Atlanta, all over the country. So you're yeah. right, Steve. These kids are trying to no. make a change. And, and they look, are look, done. Right. And look forward to be organized, too. It's not just yeah. going to be a bunch of kids everywhere. It's They have some grassroots oh. people helping them. George, right. uh, George. Um, Clooney and Oprah and I think mm-hmm. D Wade gave money uh, mm-hmm. to the rally, so it's going to be organized. A yeah, a lot of celebrities supporting. Them. Mm-hmm. You don't even need celebrities for this. The grassroots people can change this. Celebrities are one vote. Celebrities, you know, look, we bring attention to it with star power, but we're not on the ground. We're not the boots on the ground, folks. 
the boots on the ground folks are the ones who really make the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, we show up as celebrities, we get some PR for it, and then we got to go back to our very, very busy lives. I'm just being 100% correct with you. This is how it works. Now, that's all that's fine and good, but it's them kids, man, that's telling their parents, no, you don't understand, we do get it. As a matter of fact, we get it better than you think we get it. This is all about money and power with y'all. But we the ones getting shot, and we tired of it. And that's the message that they're sending. Yeah. You know, that that's the it. message that they're sending. And, and, and they change. mad because they back at school now, and the desk that used to have their friend in it, mm-hmm. their friend ain't it's in there. It's empty. Wrong. Yeah, it's empty. Mm-hmm. So now they sitting up here going, season, these ain't elementary kids no. that don't know how to verbalize it and, and do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. These are kids who are going to turn 18 within the next year or so. Them, them boys is mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you sitting up telling them, well, we're going to do something. What? We're going to meet. When? Mm-hmm. All right, we're coming up there. Hmm. Yeah. 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 No, so, no, yeah. This Saturday, the March on Washington, March for Our Lives, and all around the country. And, Steve, we can go to Miss Ann now. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Okay, reports out of Austin, Texas, everybody, listen up, say that the serial package bomber has been killed. They say the man was traced thanks to cell phone technology uh, to Pflugerville. That's a suburb just outside of Austin. And that as the police closed in, he blew himself up. But again, repeat, reports out of Austin, Texas, say that that serial package bomber in Austin uh, has been killed. They say the man was traced to Pflugerville, which is just north of Austin, and that as police uh, got closer to him, he blew himself up. Two people were killed by the bombs, while several others were injured. The victims were either black or Latino. And it happened again, yes, this time at Great Mills High School in Southern Maryland. Sheriff Tim Cameron says the suspected gunman is dead and that two other students have been hospitalized. The victims of the shooting, the one male student was in stable condition. The female student was transported to shock trauma facility, is in critical condition. And the shooter was confirmed deceased. Our school resource officer, who was stationed inside the school. Uh, He pursued the shooter, engaged the shooter, during which that engagement he fired a round at the shooter. Simultaneously, the shooter fired a round as well. You know, this is what we train for, this is what we prepare for, and this is what we pray that we never have to do. Okay, yesterday's gun incident comes more than a month after that mass shooting in Stoneman Douglas High School. On this case, though, the the alleged gunman, 17-year-old Austin Wyatt Rollins, they say was involved with the girl he shot. Uh, Nevertheless, uh, this kind of stuff has really uh, spearheaded uh, renewed political activism among the young, as you heard Steve and them talking, spearheaded by students calling for safer schools, stricter gun control, and a national march for life this weekend. President Trump announced that he placed a congratulatory call uh, to Vladimir Putin yesterday, two days after Putin handily won a vote marred by reports of ballot stuffing and other stuff. I had a uh, call with President Putin and congratulated him on the victory, his electoral victory. And Trump adds that he hopes that in the not-too-distant future, he'll be able to meet with Putin. Now, Republican senator and war hero John McCain is denouncing Trump's attitude. McCain says, quote, an American president does not lead the free world by congratulating dictators on winning sham elections. Putin won another six years in office in a landslide after preventing his only credible rival from running. The Senate Intelligence Committee, by the way, recommending steps designed to secure future elections now that U.S. Officials say Russia is still working to undermine our elections. And finally, today is the International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination. On a lighter note, it's also National Kick Butts Day. 
Ah, back with more entertainment and today's trending topics 20 minutes after the hour of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla girl, you know what today is. And for the guys, too. It's Woman Crush Wednesday, okay? Yeah, it is. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. So if you have every a- day, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the day, you know, they've set aside for if you have a crush on a woman, and you can even be a woman and have a crush on another woman, admire another woman, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and guys, of course, you I'm can not, have your yeah. crush. I'm, yeah. Okay, we yeah. can so, so, Carla, what's yours? I'll start with you. What's yours? Okay, let's see. Tamar Braxton. Okay. She's my woman crush today. Uh-huh. I admire her. She, you know, she shaved. She cut mm-hmm. off all her hair. Hey, what, she hey, shaved her up, hair. That's fly, hold too. Up, hold up, hold up. Yes, Steve. Y'all having women crush? Yeah, women yeah, they, can they have, allowed them. To have it. it. It's, have yeah. it's yeah. different. It's for us. It's mm-hmm. women you admire, you know, mm-hmm. appreciate. Okay, I just want to put this out here before this go too far. Uh huh. Do not turn and ask me for my man crush, cause it ain't. Gonna be <laughs> okay. You don't have a crush on me, huh? Yeah, we'll I ask you, you on Monday. Man, <laughs> I just crushed you a minute ago. <laughs> we was talking about these jokes, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a crush on you. I know you feel like I'm crushing you, mm. but I, you know, like when you stand next to me, you feel crushed. Man, hush. Okay, go ahead. Back to the women. Today is Women Crush Wednesday. It's a big hashtag on social media. We mm-hmm. do it every Wednesday. So, like I was saying, Tamar Braxton. That's my woman crush. I'm crushing on Tamar today. Fearless last week. She shaved off. She cut off all her hair. She's fearless. She's hair. free. Mm-hmm. And she was brave to do that. So that's my woman and crush. And you can Tamar also Braxton. see Tamar on Steve today. Oh, what? Oh, all she's right. going to be on there? Today. 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 So, okay, so maybe we will see her. Yeah, she's, what you going to see? I mean, no, without her hair, I mean. That's she's what beautiful. you unless she wear a wig. What you want me to do? Oh, okay. No, that was the whole purpose of shaving. Yeah, off the, her and hair. that's why I asked. Yeah, we, are we gonna see the new Tamar or yeah? She coming on the show. Now, <laughs> whether you gonna see the new one or the old one, that's up to her. I can't tell her what to do. <laughs> Take that wig off before you go out here. <laughs> 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 All right, Shirley, who's your woman crush? Okay, today? I think I'm gonna pick Serena Williams. Yeah. Ooh, ain't nothing wrong yeah. with that. Yeah, Lord, and the good. reason I'm going to pick her is because, you know, uh, she she just had her baby not too long ago. Mm-hmm. She got married. And then just last week, she went back to work. She went back on the tennis courts, and she was looking good, winning. feeling good, and winning. So that's my, yeah, that's my Woman Crush Wednesday. Junior, huh? Come on. Skylar Diggs, Vivian Green, and the lady at Macy's who checked me out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I'm born. Scarlet Diggs. Scarlet Diggs. Vivian Green. Yeah. And the woman who checked you out at Macy's. Yes. Yes. She was fine. Boy, she was fine. I bought most of it I was supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) You up at Macy's putting the S on Macy's. Junior loves Macy's. Ah, yes, All right, listen, does. we got to get yours, uh, <laughs> nephew, and of course we got to get Steve's when we come back. I don't, I don't know. We'll be back at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, okay, when we left out, we were talking about our Women Crush Wednesday. Carla, you had yours as Tamar, Tamar Braxton, Braxton, yeah, who's going to be on Steve's show mm-hmm. today. today. And we have to watch it to see. And yours? Mine was Serena Williams. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, you did that. Working mom, the whole, the whole nine, total woman, every woman, all of that. 
And uh, juniors, once again, junior. Skylar Diggs, Vivian Green, and the lady at Macy's who checked me out on Saturday. <laughs> you I don't away. know her name. I didn't get it, but I bought most stuff than I was what supposed to. What did you to. buy? Like, why am I up in bedding? What am I doing up there? I walked that stuff from bedding back down to the first floor so she could just check me back out. Was she that fly, dog? What? I don't even know what nationality she was. She was just beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. I just was, I, yeah. Okay. All right, uh, Junior. And what about you, nephew? I'm going to go with Tiana Taylor. Oh, okay. The Girl dancer, singer, dancing. actress. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. My woman crush always on Wednesday is the same one. It's the love of my life. The girl who changed it for me, Marjorie. But now my other woman He's younger crush than you. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you picking people years. younger than you? Yeah, that's because she's seven years younger. Okay, go ahead. You really don't want me tossing out names, so let's just go on with somewhere. No. My other woman crush Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Brace yourself. Come on. Uh, who I done thought about this, and okay. this is serious. Come on. Monique. <laughs> yeah. And Our I'm girl Monique? Monique, yeah. Mo- the comedian? I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because on this woman crush, I am sending out Mo a big brother hug. Okay. Just okay. as her big brother, I'm sending out Mo a big brother hug and would do anything to help her get back. Okay. Cause let me tell you something about Monique, man. Monique, that girl right there, when she get on stage, is as funny as anybody out there. Her and Adele Givens. Oh my oh God, dear. I just I saw her. It's two of the funniest women I've ever seen. And I love sister. some more. I love Melanie Camacho. Cheryl. I love Cheryl Underwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Tiffany I Haddish. That, that, that new girl, Tiffany's hot. She's yeah. a bad mm-hmm. girl. You know, I've always loved Laura Hayes. Oh, my you God, You know, yes. uh, Simply Marvelous. Kim Simply Whitley. Whitley. Yeah, I know that. Kim Crazy Whitley. But Kim Whitley. But let me tell you something. That doggone Monique, man. That doggone Monique would have your ass throwing up laughing, man. So my woman crush today is Monique. Right, Just big as her Steve. big brother, yeah, yeah, giving her a big, warm, big brother hug, mm-hmm. and I would do anything to help her get back. Because that girl's legacy, man, is not finished yet. And if she just, if she could get back to where she was, you know, we comedians, we ain't activists. Let's just be honest. That ain't what we are. <laughs> you know, you you can do some activist activities. Activist but at the end activities. of the day, we are what we were born to be. Okay. That's my women crush Wednesday. Make that viral. <laughs> Since, you know, you, I mean, you know, people are always making some negative stuff viral. Make that viral. Well, Steve, one thing about you, you all have always had a big heart. You're always ready to forgive. You're always ready. You know, you root for the underdog, all of that, all of that, you know, and Life is full of ups and downs, you know. Man. So, and Mo been my girl for yeah. a long time, and we love I her. Just, I, I hate this part right here. I just hate this part. It was good. You made a good statement. Yeah, I think that she'll be funny, back, man. I, I hate this. I think part she'll right come here. back. I do. We're gonna run that statement on Netflix. But we gotta start <laughs> walking back towards the light now. I hate him. <laughs> His food. Oh, uh, go ahead. Don't eat. <laughs> we can run it on Netflix. Why we can't run it on Netflix? It's full. Man. <laughs>
He put it. He showed yeah. love. We can show love on Netflix. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Finish your. Go, all right, go ahead, man. I can't. I can't say. Why don't you put it on that network with Ward Five? <laughs> Ward Five. Fifth you know what? Ward. You can't crush me if you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> No, he know what he doing. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here. Uh, coming up next, the nephew with his prank phone call. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after it is today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I want to call it quits after 21 years of dating. Okay. How long you been in comedy, Tommy? Oh, God. 20... About 21. Yeah, right in there. That's the strawberry oh. letter. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, uh, it's your turn, Neff. It's well, time I for the prank phone call. Guys, this in front of his ass. This whole letter going to be about him. <laughs> <laughs> What's the prank phone call about, Neff? What Ad- you got? Adoption agency. Adoption agency. Yeah. Pranking people about oh, no. that? What's wrong? You just... Adoption agency. Oh, I'm with See, you, Steve. I told y'all. I told <laughs> I'm on your side. Adoption agency, really? I don't know why y'all keep hanging out hope for his ass. <laughs> hey, uh, people at the Dodgers agency can't be pranked. Wow. People getting calls from the agency can't be pranked. Come on okay. now. Well, let's go for it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Clarence. Uh, yeah, this is he. Clarence, how you doing, man? This is Robert. Robert. Uh, we were trying to get a schedule with you guys. Maybe we can swing through and uh, pick up little Clarence, I guess, around 6, if you guys are available around 6. Uh Okay, what do you mean picking up little Clarence? Well, we got the um, we got the call that we can come and actually pick up Clarence and 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 take him with us. Have you guys packed his things up yet? Whoa, whoa, whoa wait, man! Got the call from who that you can come pick him up? I don't know nothing about this. Well, my name is Robert, Robert, and my wife and I got the call that we could. Do you not know about us uh, um, uh, adopting little Clarence? Oh, what the adopting who? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Are you guys at? Are you guys at? Drive. Uh, yeah, that's that's my address. But uh, where, and, and, what you talking about? You gonna come take my son from me? I, okay, but your you, your son is two years old, right? Yeah, he's two. What they got okay, to do with you coming to pick up my son? And what is this agency's number? Uh, well, the, the agency told us that with well, adoption agency, they've got all our information. We've we've filled out all the paperwork, and you you guys aren't aware that that we're supposed to come there today to pick him up. Hell no! What what adoptionation you said this was? How to get my information? I'm not sure. We we've got uh, pictures of Clarence and oh. and oh, yeah. uh, you know my wife is actually going out and bought balloons and everything and 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 we were gonna come through. They told us any time today, so we felt maybe like around 6 p.m. we'd come get it. Well, now you ain't coming here to pick up no Clarence. I'm tell you that right now. Okay, okay, wait wait a minute now. Like this 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 I mean this can't be happening. I, 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 Okay, wait a minute. Uh, oh, you're, 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 you're Clarence Senior, correct? Yes, I am. And you don't know anything about us to come over there to pick the baby up? Hell no, I don't know nothing about this. See, what's the name of this place again? Uh, adoption agency. Who gave you my information and how they get my information to come pick up my son? I, I don't know that, sir. All I know is is uh, we bought a car seat. We're, we're, you know, my wife has bought balloons. Man, I don't care y'all bought a car seat, balloons, high chair, whatever. You ain't coming to get my son. Okay, sir, I'm, I mean, what, what I'm not going to do is, is, is tell my wife that we're not coming to get Clarence Jr. today. Oh, yeah, y'all, you're going to have to tell her that because you ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, from, with the paperwork that I have, Clarence is actually my son now. 
Man, f- you and your paperwork. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. Sir, Clarence Jr. is mine. I'm actually going to change his name to Robert. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, like, I, like here you are. Come on over here if you want to. Come on over here. I'm waiting for you. I'm standing in the driveway right now. Okay, well, wait a minute. Now, the, the adoption agency tell us that you guys are not doing well finance, uh, financially. Are you working? No, I ain't working. What the got to do with anything? I ain't gonna get rid of my son just because I ain't working. Okay, but 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 uh, so in other words, you're not you're not able to to provide for him, from what I understand. Man, my son ain't missed no meal. He got clothes on his back. He got a roof over his head. Man, I'm not. You ain't coming here to pick up my son. I don't care what I got to do, man. I go out cut grasses. I make money on the side washing cars and everything. Okay, you okay, but come here and get my son. But don't you think he deserves a better home? I don't know what the screw up is. I don't know, but I'm trying to at least rationalize with you man. so you can understand why me and man, my I'm wife. Rationalize with you, you ain't coming to get my son. He in a good home right now. I love my son. You ain't taking him nowhere. I'm telling you, I'm right here in the driveway. Come on over here. Sir, I don't want to go back and forth, but I am. Me and my wife are coming to get Clarence today. Uh, okay, come on. Come on. I'm waiting for you. I already told you about two, three times. Come on, I'll be waiting right here. I guarantee you. Sir, sir I don't want any altercations when I get there. I just want Clarence to get in the car, and me and my wife are going to take him to his new home. When, when you get here, it's going to be one hell of an altercation, so you might want to come to law whoever's going to come with you. Bring the adoption agent, too, so I can whoop that too. You know what, man? If you was to be able to provide for your family, wouldn't nobody be trying to adopt your child? The problem is that you can't take care of your family. Now, me and my wife coming over there, and we coming to get Clarence Jr. That's oh, you ain't coming down here to get my child. Man, you get down here, I'm going to you and your wife up. How about that? Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait, well, you going to do what to my wife? Well, I don't hear women, but I'm going to tell you right now, you and your wife going to come down here. I'm going to help both of you. Anybody come down here try to take my child up out of my house, they're going to get up. Guaranteed. I'm coming to get it. Man. I got to do what I got to man, do. I'm going to tell you right now, you ain't coming down here to get my son. You... Your wife, I'm telling you, nobody's going to come here and take I'm my son. I'm not going to disappoint my wife. You got my number. Like, I don't know how you got my address. I don't care what the agency you got going through or whatever going on. But I'm telling you right now, you come down here, I'm all y'all up. I'm, I'm not going to disappoint my wife. Now, she I mean, think we coming I mean, to get this. I don't give a who disappoint whoever you want this point. I don't give a about that right now. But you ain't got to take my I'm going to come and get him out that house. I done told my wife I was coming to man, get him. Man, I'm telling man, you better tell your wife. You come in this driveway, I'm going to be sitting right here waiting for you, and I'm going to the last one of y'all up. Every last one of y'all. I don't care who you bring. You can bring President Obama, and I'm going to you ain't finna do nothing. You ain't finna do. You ain't finna. Try to take my son out of the house. I'm gonna tell you right now. Everybody getting. All I'm finna do is let you know this. I'm coming to get Clarence Jr. Well, All you, the hell, you ain't got nothing to tell me or let me know. I'm letting you know right now. You better come here with the corner and everybody, cause I'm about to you up. You gonna leave here with a. Come on, here, take my son. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You get his clothes what together so he can come and live a better life. He's not living a good life there. You get his clothes. I'm told you about six, seven, eight times. Bring your mother down here, and I'm you and everybody, whoever you bring down here, up. You try to take my. You 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 know who else I'm bringing with me? Cause I'm bringing somebody else with me. You you better bring an army. Say what? It better be a army to come down here and get my son about this house. Uh, I'm 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 bringing nephew Tommy with me. You bring who? I'm I'm bringing bringing nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show with me. Oh, man, you serious? This is Tommy, man. This is nephew Tommy. 
Man, woo, <laughs> man, I'm about to up everybody out here. Man, come down here taking my shit. Your brother woo. named Benjamin got me to get you, dog. Oh, man, see, that's how family gets up. See, next time I see him, it's on. <laughs> man, that, that was a good one there. Oh, that man. All right, pal. Tell me one more thing, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to take some people's kids from them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to take somebody's kids from them. Somebody, everybody don't deserve their kids. But he's working. Sir, are you calling? You ever seen some people with their kids? You're like, ooh, ooh, you ain't really good with kids. You really shouldn't have no kids. Honestly, I have said I, that. Yeah, I have said that. Yeah, <laughs> I keep it 100. Uh-huh. Yeah, some people shouldn't some be people, you like, mm-hmm. couple more years, you might want to go and get him up. Yeah. yeah. It ain't going to go too well. March 23rd, 24th, 25th. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The nephew is at Memphis, Tennessee at Chuckles Comedy Club. And opening for me, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. The one and only. Don't say I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with my uncle. I'm messing with you, man. Do we have to pay you, Uncle? You go down there for free? Uh-oh. He's never said that. As long as I've known him, he does nothing for free, Tommy. Alpha. All the payment I need is when I'm sitting in the back with my drink in my hand, <laughs> watching your ass walk out on that top. Chuckles Comedy Club, oh, the nephew man. is there in full effect. So get your tickets just to buy sold out five shows in total. Two Friday. Wow. calling it Chuckles after I walk off. <laughs> two Friday, two Saturday, start one with Sunday. Another letter. Oh, God. Thinking enough coming up at the top of the hour. Strawberry letter subject I want to call it quits after 21 years. Of dating. Slash comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in this letter. I want to call it quit. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, it is time for the strawberry letter before we get to it. Uh, we want to remind everyone if you have some relationship issues, if you have some problems, uh, you know, write us, okay? Email us. At steveharveyfm.com. Right, Steve? Any kind of issues, right? Yeah. Yeah, relationship. Kind. Yeah. But don't issues. ask Steve for money, though. Problem. Not those kinds of issues. Oh, you can write it. You can ask for it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want- Matter of fact, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> ask for it. Tell me what it's for. I read it on that. You hear my response on the hell. We're doing financial <laughs> request letters this week. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, write to us, email us at steveharveyfm.com with your strawberry letters, okay? And we could read them on the air. We could mm-hmm. read yours. Mm, buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. All right, subject, I want to call it quits after 21 years of dating. Dear Stephen Shirley, my life could not be more complicated. I'm a 36-year-old woman, and I've been dating the same man for 21 years. Yes, that's right. He's my boyfriend, and we've been together off and on since middle school. He was my first love and my first sexual encounter. We have three teenage children, and we have been through all of the ups and downs that married couples have, but we've never been married. He has never wanted to get married. I wanted to marry him when we were in our 20s, but changed my mind because he was not treating me like a queen and making me feel like I was the prettiest woman in the world. I was thinking because he never had to commit to me in marriage that he started taking me for granted. For many years now, he has not paid any attention to me. When he's home, he loves his video games. 
We rarely go out to dinner, and we've never been on vacation. After 21 years, I'm done with trying to make this uh, relationship work. It's like I'm roommates with my best friend that I, that I grew up with. I want to call it quits, but I don't know how. It should be easy, right, since I don't have to divorce him. How do I end things with my best friend, lover, and father of my children? Help. All right. Uh, something that you said in the letter about he doesn't treat you like a queen. Well, I say if you really believe you're a queen, then act like it. I mean, do what queens do. Put yourself first and stop allowing him to treat you that way, just any old kind of way. Uh, you know, why you have to put up with his foolishness, I have no idea, for 21 years. And, yes, he's taking you for granted because you let him. If he doesn't want to marry you, leave him. If you want to get married, leave. Uh, you know, why are you wasting your life with him? 21 years of your life? Uh, I understand, you know, that he may have a special place in your heart because he was your first and, you know, he was your first love and everything. He's the father of your teenage children. But it's time to, you know, just start using your head in this situation. Keep your heart out of it for a moment in this relationship because it's going to continually get broken. So I just say stay woke. You you know, you, you have to know that it's okay to feel how you feel and be fed up and want out. It is okay. You can walk away. I don't know what your living arrangement is or anything like that, but either you can pack your bags and get out or you can pack his bags and tell him to get out. Now's the time. After 21 years, Steve? Well, this is a crazy letter, man. Yeah. Um, because it has a couple of problem points in it, more than a couple. I want to call it quits after 21 years of dating. Uh, that that's an alarming number of years for dating. I want to call it quits after 21 years of dating. Wow. 21 years. You ain't got a ring, a proposal, a promise ring, nothing. You just dating. But things is happening in this relationship that goes a little bit past dating. Um, uh, I'm 36 years old, which means you've been with this man, what, how long? Since you were 15? 15. Okay. Uh, that's right, and he's my boyfriend. You're not supposed to be anybody's boyfriend after college. That's, ladies, you're not supposed to be somebody's girlfriend after college. After college, this stuff has to start meaning stuff. Get all that wayward stuff out your system in college. After college, it ought to start meaning something to you. Uh, he was my first love and my first sexual encounter. Well, that's good. You were 15. Yeah, that's good. I'm not saying it happened at 15, but right. at least that's good. We have three teenage children, so you're having babies while you just date. And you've demanded nothing as you've given this man three children. You've demanded nothing. And you've been through all the ups and downs that married couples go through. Like what? What, like threatening, threatening to divorce? Threatening to never see your children again? Threatening to take everything you own? Threatening to take half of his income due to child support? No, you haven't. No, you haven't. That's what happens when married people discuss leaving. 
your discussion of leaving, like Shirley said, requires nothing. Unless you're in the state of California. Then you got problems. Oh, alimony. Now, but we've never been married. Here's, here's the line. He has never wanted to get married. Well, mm. ain't he been doing what he want to do? For he has years. never <laughs> wanted to get married. And guess what? He ain't. Ta-da! Where the hell is the surprise at? This man ain't ever wanted to get married, and guess what? He ain't married. I wanted to marry him when we were in our 20s and changed my mind because he wasn't treating me like a queen. Listen to me. He still don't treat you like a queen, nor will he ever treat you like a queen. You have gotten what this man at best was going to give you, three babies. And it took you 21 years to get that. He has not treated you like a queen. He will never treat you like a queen because he don't do nothing he don't want to do. He didn't want to get married, and for 21 years, doggone it, he ain't. Mm. This writing is on the wall. You say in your letter, my life could not be more complicated. Oh, it could be more complicated. You could be married. Oh, it would be a lot more complicated if you were married. So your life could be a lot more complicated. But because you ain't married, like Shirley say, you can just walk off. And he would have to pay for them kids. Mm. Oh. I got the rest of it when we come back. That notice right here. You're talking about that. All right. We're, we're going to have part two I'm of your response. Third, I'm on my third marriage. <laughs> Coming this up at 23 so after the hour. This man knows what he talks about. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry this, letter. I want to call it year, This 21-year relationship of dating with this man has produced nothing but hardship for this woman and three beautiful children. So that's what you got out of the deal. They're beautiful kids. They're going to grow up to become something absolutely wonderful. I'm almost willing to bet that. But as for you, what you've gotten from it has been what he said he wasn't going to do. He said he never wanted to be married, and guess what? He ain't married. And this little, you're talking about you've been together 21 years since, been together off and on since middle school. What the hell did that mean? I keep telling y'all men don't do off. You always say that. How? Men don't do off. We own somewhere. Mm. If we offer you, we own to her. Hell <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> if we offer you, we yeah. own to her. Yeah. Period. That's how men are built. Does that make us wrong? No. I'm just telling you, that's how we build. We don't need no time to ourselves. Go up in the mountains and find ourselves. You don't need any me time? <laughs> no, we go over to her house and find ourselves. <laughs> that yeah. evening. <laughs> okay, so now that's you funny. wanted to marry him when you were in your 20s, but I changed my mind because he was not treating me like a queen. And I'm telling you, he still ain't treating you like a queen. And I got some more news for you. He will never, ever treat you like a queen. Because you are not his queen. You're not his queen. He's not your king. So why would he treat you like that? And why would you keep expecting to be treated like a queen when he has never performed or acted like a king? A man can't treat you like a queen unless he's a king. What, he can't be the page now. 
Court jester. Court jester. Yeah, he can't be the little monkey. <laughs> the yeah. jack. He can't be the jack. Jack on your side show. <laughs> he, he, uh-uh. To get to treat you like the queen you really are, he has to be the king. Everybody else will put, oh, my God, there's the queen. Bow down. But they can't come do nothing for you because they ain't the king. Hmm. Now, she said, I was thinking because he never had committed to me in marriage that he started taking me for granted. No, listen to me again. You said, uh, he never, uh, after he said the uh, queen line and making me feel like I was the prettiest woman in the world, I was thinking because he had never committed to me in marriage that he started to take me for granted. No, you reverse that. He's taking you for granted because he ain't got to commit to you in marriage. Mm. I'll just flip it. That's all that is. Why we got to commit to you, we going to take you for granted. Hell, we ain't married to you. You can't make us do nothing. We not married. And you keep saying your life couldn't be, could not be more complicated. It would be a lot more complicated if you was married. For many years now, he has not paid any attention to me. I, that's because you're not his queen. <laughs> Let me go in the house and not pay attention to the queen of that house and see how long I be standing up at that time. I'm the damn king. <laughs> For many years now, he has not paid attention. to me. When he's home, he loves his video games. And that's what he pay attention to. All you got to do to to know where you stand with a man, what do he pay attention to? If he don't pay attention to you, what, what? But you say he loves his video game. Sitting over there staring at that screen, though, ain't he? Because that's what he loves. We rarely go out to dinner. For what? (laughs) Ain't you eating at the house? Hello? And we've never been on vacation after 21 years. And you're not going anywhere. Listen to this right here. Y'all ain't been nowhere because he has no plans of this going anywhere. Uh-oh. Golly. Listen to me, ladies. When a man don't care you nowhere, it's because he don't see this going nowhere. Mm. Mm. Do you? I'm teaching you how men are. That's the hard part that hurts me. <laughs> if a man don't game. carry you nowhere, <laughs> it's because he don't see this going nowhere. Bam! Newsflash, print it, put it on Twitter. Yeah. Mm. It's like I'm roommates with my best friend that I grew up with. That's a great analogy because that's exactly what you are. I want to call it quits. Okay, it, now, we, okay now we're getting down to it. Finally. But I don't know how. Mm. <laughs> well, why don't you just do what he been doing? Because <laughs> he ain't paid you attention in years. He been off and on. He don't want to get married. So now all you got to do is take everything he's done and just do it to him. Stop paying him attention. Stop wanting to go out to dinner with him. Free yourself from the loser, and I bet you a winner come along and want to take you out to eat and probably take you somewhere. You ain't even been on a vacation. You're a grown-ass woman. Ain't never been on vacation before. 21 years. 20, you're 36 years old. You ain't never seen where y'all live. <laughs> North Carolina or somewhere? Yeah. What? Ain't been down to South you Carolina. Live? You ain't been to South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you in North Carolina. <laughs> Your ass ain't been to South Carolina. That's a damn thing. <laughs> That's a damn <laughs> That's like saying you live in you live in you live in Florida, ain't been to the beach. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's out there.
<laughs> just drive over there. Well, well, he don't take me no. <laughs> uh, I don't know how. It should be easy, right? Since I don't have to divorce him. How do I end things with my best friend, lover, and father of my children? Let's just go over these three things that you're claiming here. He's your best friend. He treats you like your best friend, right. or are you claiming him as your best friend? You need some new friends. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't know what best friends do. Not best that. friends care about each other. He's your lover. He ain't paid attention to you in years. Mm-hmm. So even if y'all do get to love it, ain't it all just about him? Mm. Mm. Hello. Mm-hmm. And he's the father of your children, which he will always be. That ain't gonna change. Now you can make him continue to be the father. Yeah. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but the best friend and the lover, he out. That's my Man. response. Strawberry letter. Kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, we got we gotta get out of here. Clapback is real. Email <laughs> us. <laughs> us your thoughts. Go to uh, my girl Shirley. Okay. Jeez, oh, we'll be back right <laughs> after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, two students at a Maryland high school were injured yesterday after a colleague opened fire in the hallway. Just before the start of classes, this is according when you say to say colleague. What does that mean? A, a fellow student. Another okay. student. Yeah. Okay. It was at Great Mills High School, uh, and they remained on lockdown after the shooting was contained when a school resource officer engaged the gunman. Uh, St. Mary's County Sheriff Tim Cameron told NBC, "The chaos unfolded before 8 a.m. Eastern, when the shooter walked into a 1600." a student school and fired around at a female student, also hitting a male student. The school resource officer was alerted to the gunfire and quickly confronted the gunman. This is according to sources. I mean, this is terrible. The the officer fired at least around at the shooter, and um, the shooter fired around. They're saying they believe that's what the shooter said, and it's your worst nightmare, and the, the shooter is dead now. You know, I need to find out. Like, like so, my, Steve, go ahead, Tommy. Like, my son is elementary, first grade. Like, like, do I go to the school and and check out this whole school to figure out what do I tell my son to do on something like that? Well, I mean, they do have like, like drills. They got and, little hiding places and for kids? lockdown um, uh, exercises that they go through just in case at at a lot of these schools. You know, I don't know about every school, but a lot of them they well, do have Tommy, that now. I think I think uh, it's. You know, of course, I understand your concern for your child, but I think the conversation you have to have is with the parents and the, and the school board and the leadership of the school to say, what's our plan mm-hmm. in the event that something happens? You just can't have your little boy go hide over here. Okay. You know, they you have well, to have a plan that they can run drills with because that's what a lot of schools are doing now, you know. So I think you got to sit with yeah. the other parents and go to the – board the principal and say okay what's our plan in the event something like this happens at our school what do our children at my daughter's school steve they do that the superintendent when this went down last month the tragedy in parkland florida (sighs) the the superintendent sent out what the school plan is for what happens with lockdown what the children do uh they have increased see tommy you going up there finding a hiding place for your boy that ain't for you so, Carla, you mean to say that you, so Tasha knows right now what lockdown means. Yes. 
in the fourth grade. That's, that's a shame. That's that's, yeah, it really is sad. Yeah, it yeah, really, is. really is. Yeah, wow. She, it was the other day. It was a bad car accident. I think I was telling you guys it was a bad car accident in front of the school, and mm-hmm. the police didn't want the children to see this car accident, so they put the school on lockdown. And the lights are off in the classroom. The teachers cover up the windows. This is for a 10-year-old child. Oh, yeah, this is that. This is but the you know, drill see, and the routine see, that you're much. talking right. about, Steve. Okay, now, see, this is the world we live in. Today. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. What Carla just described, mm-hmm. what Tommy's concerns are, are real for parents who have children. Yeah, school-age yeah. children. You know, yeah. all of my children are out of school. Yeah. These are very real concerns for a lot of our mm-hmm. audience members who are listening. Now, with all these adjustments that have to be made to help us survive, not live, but survive in the world that is today, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is it not time for us to revisit the Second Amendment? Come Mm. on. Look, if we got to change and adjust for this damn amendment that you have that's a couple hundred years old by some old-ass people that wrote it, and all of them is dead. All of them is dead. So true, yeah. Man. yeah. None yeah. of them prior to their death or the writing of that Constitution had anybody walk in with an AK-47 and mow down their church, mow down their movie theater, mm-hmm. and mow down their classroom. Mm-hmm. It had never happened. So now the Second Amendment was a cool thing back then. Hmm. Well, in 2018, it ain't. Right. It's not a cool yeah. thing. I don't know why y'all, I don't, I don't know why we can't get nobody to see this, that this old ass archaic piece of constitutional writing has to be changed to fit the world we live in today because we have more unfit people today, even though y'all was unfit back then too now. Hello. Yeah. Hold I, on. Come on. I, and I don't think because it's that they absolutely- don't see it, Steve. I don't think it's that they don't see it. You're saying, oh, it's exactly yeah. that they don't see it. I, I think they see it. They just don't want to change it. No, no, they don't see it because they can't see it because of the money and power that it provides for the politicians. Everybody else see it, hmm. but the politicians' job is to get you to not see it so they can maintain the power and the money. Mental we all see children it. have to die before yeah. they see it. Yeah. We we all see no. it. No. <laughs> One of their kids have to die before Girl, they see it. That's mm. when it's going to happen. Yeah. That's uh. the stupidity of this. Uh. Our kids dying, we're going to keep on hanging on to this NIA thing. But you let them politicians' children start dying from some assault rifle. Let somebody walk into politician kids' school with the gun and lose one of them politicians' kids. I promise you, the mother of that baby right there, hmm. that's sleeping with that man right there, they're going to make some damn changes. That's, that's a shame really that that's what it has what to change. That's, that. yes, yeah, that's a shame. That is let a me shame. explain to you. God forbid that happen, because yeah. I don't want that to happen to nobody's of child. Not. But no. that's the only way to get these people to move. They're not coming off the Second Amendment because it don't affect them. It affects their profit and their power. That's why the Second Amendment ain't going nowhere. But the Second Amendment been crazy for this country. We got more deaths by guns than any other nation in the world. We have the highest prison population than any other nation in the world. Why? 
cause of drugs and guns. Period. To hell. Period. That's the stupidity of this. These kids is on to something. That's all I got to say. Yeah, well, don't forget the March for Our Lives watch. Uh, Hold on, hold on. Drop the mic. What was that? That was him dropping the mic. That's dropping the mic. (laughs) All right, uh, we'll be back with more of the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here is a question for you. What is going on in Cleveland with the Cavaliers? What's wrong? Okay, well, as you know, LeBron James had a shouting match with head coach Tyron Lue during the Cavs' 113-105 loss to the Trailblazers last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lou left the Bulls versus Cavs game with an illness. It marked the third time this season that his health has kept him from coaching an entire game, which is probably why he made the announcement that he was taking a break from coaching to deal with his health issues. He says, after many conversations with our doctors and general manager, Kobe Altman, and much thought given to what is best for the team and my health, I need to step back from coaching for the time being and focus on trying to establish a stronger and healthier foundation from which to coach for the rest of the season. He, he got LeBron epilepsy. That's what <laughs> he got. What? Le, LeBron epilepsy. <laughs> What's that? That's that's it's a LeBron thing. It's, it's He's like not from Cleveland. He's from Houston. Quit talking. Or oh, James Cox. He could have the man. James. Has, <laughs> the James. man has fallen ill twice. Mm-hmm. But it's this always is third time this year. But it's always out the argument with him and LeBron. But people are saying yes, yeah, Steve. It's but, always out well, the argument. I know what people are uh-huh. saying, but that ain't the case. Did you hear LeBron's interview the other day? Yeah. On Actually, see, so let's go. What else we got? We need a damn quarterback for the Browns. <laughs> Why we talk about the, about the damn Cavaliers? We got. The, First two picks in the top four picks. And what we need to do is pick Saquon Bradley yep. at number one. You're going to do then that. Then the Jets then moved up to get Saquon, a quarterback. Saquon Barkley. Saquon yeah. was Barkley. Yeah. We can't get and him what if you I don't call know it his name. Bradley. Well, until he make a name for himself <laughs> in the league, he could be whatever. <laughs> but he ain't Emmitt Smith. But I, I know what you better not do, Tommy, and that's talk about LeBron. Okay, I see. I see. <laughs> Yeah, what we talking yeah, about? But see what we talking about. You're, you're, boy, look here. Just go and stay in Houston where you belong. This is what's going to happen. We need to pick Saquon <laughs> Barkley okay. at the number one. <laughs> From the Cavaliers. Okay. Now, the, the New York Giants and the Jets is next. The Jets then went up to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really want Baker Mayfield. Or you got that Josh Allen boy out of uh, <laughs> Wyoming. Is he Baker got the names Mayfield. right, Junior? Is these mm-hmm. names right? Baker he, Mayfield. He, he okay. Then you got uh, the Sam Donaldson boy USC. out of USC. Yeah. And then you got that other Josh boy out of UCLA, Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah. I do, we don't need him because <laughs> we Cleveland got snow in it. This little boy been out here throwing in the sun all his life. <laughs> yeah. We a, come up there and freeze your ass off in Cleveland. Do you have so a financial want... interest in the uh, Browns? I'm just asking. No, my heart is oh, okay. in the Browns. <laughs> you keep you ain't putting weed. your check up there? Yeah, you you don't want to buy the organization? Oh, no, 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 no. Steve, I think that would help. No, no, no. I ain't, no, ain't got that much money. You're a great <laughs> coach, though. They way more money than me. They want to they throw around some money, try something. <laughs> I ain't got no try money. <laughs> Well, All my I think money we got to do this, though, for Steve, because the draft is April 26th through the 28th. Uh-huh. On the 29th, mm-hmm. we I'm taking off. 
for the draft? I won't be here for the draft. I'm gonna be too damn nervous. <laughs> I'm taking off for draft. Three days of draft. <laughs> day one. Please don't expect me. And depending oh, yeah. on what they do, I might not make it in for day two. <laughs> yeah. uh, they don't get Saquon and a damn quarterback. I'm probably <laughs> gonna be in intensive care <laughs> for the second day. <laughs> but now let me explain something to you. See, the number Damn one it. rated quarterback in foot in football is Sam Donaldson from USC. Okay. Then they got number fourth rated quarterback is uh, Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yeah. Now it's a toss up between Josh Rosen and Josh Allen. I want to pick Josh Allen, the big country ass boy from Wyoming that didn't get no no college offers to come play. Oh, you yeah. talked about him uh, so a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he funky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he got there. Now, he done broke all these damn college records. And that big country ass boy, big ass boy too. Big bucket <laughs> fed. <boy. laughs> bucket fed? Yeah, that boy weigh about damn near 250. Oh, man. About 6'6". And he's a quarterback? Mm, and he's just big old country ass boy. <laughs> I predict he gonna be a big version of Terry Bradshaw, uh-huh. and he a hillbilly. You need to get that hillbilly that ball. <laughs> what did I See, tell you about saying that? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a good word. Listen, Mississippi produced doggone uh, Brett Fall. Yep. You gotta get these country ass boys. Louisiana produced <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Wyoming done produced this big boy Josh Allen. He gonna be there at the fourth pick. We get Saquon. And we get uh, that big boy, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. We got the boy out of uh, Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor. We got Tyrod. He going to start. Yeah. We got a year for this boy to learn the system. Then we got this big hell man throwing bucket fed bastard <laughs> sitting in the bench. <laughs> bucket fed. Hey, can I All ask? his passes is hell Mary's. That's it. And then we have a draft. Then I don't give a damn who they pick after that. But these first two got to go right. Boy. <laughs> Boy. You ain't gonna Boy. make it. We can get a quarterback and Saquon. Can you have a quarterback? What's your, what's but your now, question? if we take the quarterback first, Sam Donaldson, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Saquon might get taken by the Giants. The Jets don't want him. The Jets going to take a quarterback. Yeah. But okay. we got two more weeks of trading. But, but the draft then, though, you ain't gonna. What, Tommy? Then y'all mess up on getting y'all paperwork in uh, in the in the middle of the year with a. Now uh, what we messed up was when we drunk when we when we drafted your drunk ass classmate <laughs> out of Texas, that damn Johnny Manziel. <laughs> That's where we messed up at. Yeah, drunk ass co-ed Aggie bought that alcoholic ass Aggie. <laughs> Aggie is a Swahili word, mean alcohol. Because <laughs> Tommy used to drink too, didn't he? I was drinking like Manziel, partner. When we come back, guys, uh, we're going to talk about vasectomies. All right, we'll be back. Oh, hell. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, as promised when we left off, uh, guys, we're going to talk about vasectomies, okay? It's not huh? a pretty subject. I know that. I know that. But as March Madness begins... Uh, it might just be the time for the procedure. Uh, the NCAA basketball tournament and other major sporting events are a very popular time 
for men to schedule a vasectomy because doctors advise them to take it easy for two or three days yep. after the procedure. You sit okay. on it. You sit on the ice right there and watch all the games. That's what you're supposed to do. This is according to Dr. Jim Dupree. He's an assistant professor uh, of urology at the University of Michigan. Uh, this is what he said in a school news release. He said in 2016, 30 percent more vasectomy, 30 percent more vasectomies performed during the first week of March Madness than during the rest of the year. Okay, so the doctors want the men to know that the procedure is quick, it's precise. It takes about 20 minutes, and it's done under local anesthesia. Mm. Okay, guys? Yeah, we know all about Most of the time they say uh, no, they don't, don't need that. a scalpel. Most what? of the time. <laughs> oh, oh. Tommy, what? what'd you say, Tommy? Wait a minute, scalpel? Yeah, yeah. It's Okay, <laughs> this is what <laughs> the doctor says. Knife? This is what it says. The procedure is quick and precise, Steve. It takes about 20 minutes. It's done under local anesthesia. When you say local anesthesia, what that means? That's not Just, lo- it's not long distance. Go yeah, you're, you're not put under. <laughs> it's not general anesthesia. Yeah, you don't, you, you're not Shut under. Up, you don't go under. Oh, I ain't Complete. no way in hell I do that. No, I got to be <laughs> he, If you go under to get your teeth clean. Yeah. He damn Let me tell you something. Under. I look down there and you got a knife. <laughs> yeah. No, he said... <laughs> this, we, there's no way you can complete this thing. <laughs> if Most you see of it, the time if they you don't can need uncross my legs after, because I got radar on it. Yeah. Uh, my whole package got a Viper radar on it. <laughs> really? You mean, you mean the Viper system that the commercial, the, yeah. the, the one that talked? <laughs> <laughs> if a knife go down there, <laughs> my legs cross and lock. You can't get them open. You, you got to put me out to get my knees unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Harvey? Huh? Oh, huh. Uh, did you just cross your leg? I, I didn't know it. <laughs> oh, but, Mr. Was... Harvey, we heard a chirping sound, and your legs crossed. Oh, that's oh, that's automatic. That's automatic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a lock on it. Yeah. 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 Cyclops saw that knife. <laughs> and shut his legs. So, I'm just saying, if that if you're thinking about it, this is the time to do it, doctors say. Well, okay. Uh, it, but yeah. anyway, it said most of the time a scalpel is not needed. Yeah. If I tell you what, if I see it, that's why I have to be completely out. Because if I see that knife. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, they might need to lie to you about the procedure. Yeah, probably have to lie to you. <laughs> tell me like... it's lazy. <laughs> Have, what? Yeah, so just tell me it's lazy. Have somebody down there with one of them red pointer lights <laughs> yeah. and act like he doing it. Get my attention. Have me put them dark glasses on yeah. so the light don't get in my eye. Then cut it. Why yeah. are you so crazy? Why? So I look down there and see that damn knife. <laughs> this Man. procedure is over. And you lie to get your teeth kicked out. Oh, oh, You're going to have to get your whole mouth wired. This black bastard kicked my jaw and dislocated it. I'm sorry. I saw the knife. All right. uh, We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. uh, Wow. We're just about five weeks, five weeks, five short weeks after the massacre uh, that happened at uh, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. 
Well, uh, this is unbelievable. Yesterday, there was another shooting at Great Mills High School in St. Mary's County, Maryland. Uh, the school was on lockdown, and police and FBI contained the scene very, very early. We're grateful for that. But, I mean, we have to say, I mean, when is this going to end? Enough is enough. We are in constant prayer, constant prayer for our children uh, who have to go to school every day and, of course, for the safety of our educators and the administration at these schools. And uh, don't forget, this coming Saturday, March 24th, this Saturday, in Washington, D.C. and other parts of the country as well, that is the March for Our Lives March rally uh, for increased gun control and school safety measures. All right, that's this coming Saturday. The and this- White House has already backed up off of that conversation that Donald Trump had about raising the limit. Yeah. All they're talking about now is background checks. And you mean they the have age gotten to- off of the raise the limit mm-hmm. to buy an assault rifle. Yeah. They got off of that because he had lunch with the NRA, mm-hmm. and they explained to him very wow. carefully, we will <sighs> take down your whole damn party. Mm-hmm. We will remove every quarter. Mm-hmm. And he came right on out there and said, "Oh, okay." Well, hopefully they'll they'll hear the message, you know, when these young students get out here on uh, this coming Saturday with the Those rally. Students is gonna vote all their asses out. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't yeah. give a damn about your NIA money. As soon as they turn yeah. eighteen, Rallies. Rubio go. Yeah, Rubio. <laughs> they didn't told, told Rubio he go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. What'd you say, Carla? They're what? I was saying they're going to have rallies too all over the country. Yeah, all you know, over, folks yeah. can't make it to mm-hmm. Washington, D.C. There are going to be rallies all over the country. Mm-hmm. I, I saw some stuff getting put together in Dallas mm-hmm. and Houston, just Atlanta, all over the country. So you're yeah. right, Steve. These kids are trying to no. make a change. And, and they look, are look, done. Right. And look for it to be organized too. It's not just yeah. going to be a bunch of kids everywhere. It's They have some grassroots oh. people helping them. George. Right. Uh, George. Um, Clooney and Oprah and I think mm-hmm. D. Wade gave money uh, mm-hmm. to the rally, so it's going to be organized. A lot of celebrities, yeah, a lot of celebrities supporting. Them. Mm-hmm. You don't even need celebrities for this. The grassroots people can change this. Celebrities are one vote. Celebrities, you know, look, we bring attention to it with star power, but we're not on the ground. We're not the boots on the ground, folks. The boots on the ground folks are the ones who really make the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, we show up as celebrities, we get some PR for it, and then we got to go back to our very, very busy lives. I'm just being 100% correct with you. But it's them kids, man, that's telling their parents, no, you don't understand, we do get it. As a matter of fact, we get it better than you think we get it. This is all about money and power with y'all. But we the ones getting shot, and we tired of it. And that's the message that they're sending. Yeah, you know, that that's is the it. message that they send it, and and, and they change. mad because they back at school now, and the desk that used to have a friend in it, mm-hmm. they friend ain't it's in there. Empty, no yeah, it's empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now they send up here going, season. These ain't elementary kids no. that don't know how to verbalize it and and do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. These are kids who are going to turn eighteen within the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Them them boys is mad. Yeah. yeah, and then you sitting up telling them, well, we gonna do something. What we gonna meet? When? All right, we're coming up there. Hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with uh, the last break of the day and Steve's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are with our last break of the day. Uh, pretty good day. We had a good day today. Uh, of course, we're praying for the families in Maryland. 
and yes. the school and schools everywhere yeah. educators students just you know parents teachers, yeah par- everyone yes for sure trying time yes it is and steve it's time now for your closing remarks they've been so on point well today i thought i would take this approach and just offer to everybody a um a viewpoint that i take in life that has helped me tremendously uh you know you can feel how you want to feel about the law of attraction in the book, The Secret. A lot of people don't like the book, The Secret, say because it stole all of its stuff from the Bible. That's exactly true. You're, you're exactly 100% correct. Everything that's of positive, everything about moving your life forward, it's in the Bible. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know the Bible that well. I really don't. I went to Sunday school every Sunday. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years, but I was playing football. I was trading baseball cards and buying bubble gum with my church money. I was doing what other little kids did. I probably missed a lot of great lessons down there, but I picked up on a few of them too. And a few of them I picked up on have been very, very valuable in my life. The law of attraction is real. Whether you believe in it or are or are aware of it does not stop it from being in existence. The law of attraction is real. What you put out is what comes back to you. If you put out negativity all day, a lot of negative things gonna happen to you. If you put out positive, a lot of positive things gonna come to you. Now that's not to say nothing negative will ever come your way, but you're compounding it by putting out negativity. That's the law of attraction. So what I'm gonna offer you today is a way to look at life. And I'm gonna give you this right here. Have you ever tried this? Live your life in expectation. Live your life in expectation. But when I say that, I'm talking about, now you can make the decision to do it either way, folks. You can live your life in expectation of something negative happening, or you can reverse it and live your life with the expectation of something positive happening. I choose to live my life with the expectation that something positive can happen to me. That's how I wake up. I woke up this morning thanking him already for a great day that he had allowed me to see another one of. And I expect great things to happen to me today. Now, once again, that's not to say something bad ain't going to happen, because this is life. But I'm not going to attract it to me with a bunch of negative thoughts. Oh, Lord, something happened today. Oh, my days don't ever go right. Seem like trouble follow me always. It just seemed like I can't get a break. Oh, Lord Jesus. It just seemed like everything I do turn out wrong. Do you know somebody like that? I do. Yeah. And do you know what? Their life is like that all the time. But you can reverse that because the scripture says a man is as he thinketh. That's a scripture. Don't know where it is, but it's in there. But you can find it. A man is as he thinketh. So I choose to think positively. I live my life in the expectation that something positive can happen. Here's a scripture that I read every day. 
It is Ephesians 3.20. I read this every day. I keep it in my iPhone. It's under my motivational section. I've underlined it in pink, don't I, Junior? Yes, sir. I show it to people all the time. I read it every day, Ephesians 3.20, and I have a life that verifies that that scripture works because I am living proof that if you honor God, that he will manifest himself in your life. He will show up in ways that you have no idea how he will show up. Here's the scripture. It is Ephesians 3.20. And I declare this over my life every day, Ephesians 3.20. I declare it over my life that God will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask or think because I honor him. His blessings will chase me down and overtake me. I will be in the right place at the right time. People will go out of their way to be good to me. I am surrounded by God's favor. This is my declaration. I read it every day. Every day. Once again, that don't mean nothing bad ain't going to happen to me. But guess what? It does mean that a whole lot of good is going to happen to me. The good offsets the bad in my life by a landslide. No matter what the haters try to do, say, print, write, talk, when they get through talking, look at what God has done for me. Simply because I choose to honor him, his blessings will chase me down and overtake me. Don't you want that? Wouldn't you love it if God's blessings would chase you down and overtake you? You have an opportunity to do that by living your life with a life of expectation. Do yourself a favor. Read Ephesians 3.20. Get the New Testament version where you can really understand what it's saying. Or if you're cool enough with the old King James Version, do that. But put that in your life and see what happens to you. Y'all have a great weekend. I'm out of here. You feel me? Okay, <laughs> yay. Right, have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 